Podcast Revolution Network presents The Way with Noah. Good morning. Welcome to a special back to school edition of The Way with Anoa. I am your host, Anoa Changa, and you are listening to me on Podcast Revolution. Podcast Revolution is a cooperative of awesome podcasters like myself under the leadership of Michael Salomon. And we are here to bring you great content. Um, from everything from comedy, life, you know, uh, political news, entertainment, just, you know, enjoy, support. Without you, independent media cannot thrive. If you are able to, you know, drop us a little, a little change. Listener support is always the best support. Um, yeah, so I want to just talk a little bit about back to school here in the South, in Atlanta. Uh, my kids have already been in school for a week now, actually. My son just made the middle school football team. Yay! We were a very hardcore uh, little league, peewee middle uh, uh, football family. I even ran a football franchise and I rose up from team mom to extra president of the franchise. Wild stuff. Um, and then we've, we've actually taken a two year break from football. Um, and in the interim, he has played lacrosse, which has been pretty cool as well, but I never got really involved in the lacrosse organization. But um, he just made the football team, so he had a pretty grueling tryout process. And my daughter is super academic overachiever, and she'll be joining robotics, and she's in high school. So we've, we're off to a great start school-wise, and I'm very, very thankful that I've been able to, you know, get all the really great school supplies and the things that they need. And, you know, we even have a little extra to be able to donate to their classes. Um, I also was able to go over to my mother's school. Um, some of you may have heard her on my most recent uh YouTube show, YouTube live stream, my mom called in. Um, I love my parents for encouraging and supporting what I do. I am who I am because of them, you know, because of their knowledge and their own personal quest for, you know, bettering the lives of those around them. I'm able to reach out and engage with all of you. Um, so I stopped at my mom's school because while I was school shopping for the kids, I also picked up an electric sharpener and some other small things for her classroom. Uh, my mom is a teacher uh, at a small African-centered independent school. It's accredited um, here in Georgia. And, you know, it, it really is a village. I mean, for the school to thrive and be what it is and to provide the kids the opportunity they do, it really does depend upon, you know, the teachers are not paid as much as they would be paid, but it's such a rewarding experience otherwise. And, you know, my mom's been there, I think it's going into her third or fourth year now. And I would, I would lambast her, but I would, I would, I would, I'm like, mom, you know, you could have, you could make more money, you could do this, but, but to watch the school, to go and visit and interact over the last, you know, few years and to, you know, meet some of the kids, I understand when my mom is there, even in her frustration, I understand why she's doing what she's doing. Um, so if you can't beat them, join them. So if you, you, I'm dropping a link in the, in the description for this episode, so please, if you, if you, you know, care to, please go check out the website for the Colombo Academic Institute. 
um, and donate if you can. Every little bit helps. You know, this is a great institution. The 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 the, the woman, the director, is an is a is a very you know dynamic, inspirational woman who pretty much runs the school for free. Um, so much of whatever her quote unquote salary would be is reinvested back into the school. It's a family event. You know, her daughter is um, the co-director, Tashia. Um, it's, 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 it's Mama Amanada runs the school. It's, it's a great, great, you know, place. So why am I talking about this back to school edition? Um, I read an article. There was a piece in Huffington Post. Some, some, you know, mom blogger was going on and on about how she would not send in that extra box of Kleenex into her kid's class. And I can understand that I'm a parent. I have two kids. I can understand the frustration of those teacher wish lists, of those extra supply lists, you know, the school that my kids go to, you know, some of the teachers will actually say a name brand for the notebook or they'll say a particular, if they, if they have a wish list, they'll say it's a particular name brand for that stuff too. And, you know, you kind of get aggravated and agitated, but at the same time, you know, I think about the, the classroom experience as a whole. Yes, so the article basically is just like, you know, our teachers, we should not have to be supplying these most basic things that once upon a time were applied, were, were supplied in schools. I agree. We shouldn't be doing it. But instead of complaining and throwing a hissy fit about how you're not going to do it, we should be organizing parents. We should be organizing students, our communities, our teachers to, to either, you know, raise extra money. You know, here our PTAs at both the middle school and high school my kids go to, they you know, raise extra money to help supplement so many different activities and other things in the schools themselves. Is there something we can do to help get some money flowing for teachers to get an extra stipend to buy supplies or whatever? Yes, the supply crisis is one of the many things that are affecting our public schools. You know, from having to send in 15 boxes of crayons from some of the stories I've heard from people with, with younger kids to, you know, all the teachers need boxes of Kleenex. Everybody needs Clorox wipes. Everybody needs hand sanitizer. Everybody needs reams of paper. Last year, one of my kids' teachers even asked for color printer ink and photo paper. You know, that's the type of experience you're trying to provide for the kids and want to make sure they had, you know, you send in expo markers, that type of stuff. But this woman that wrote this article, you know, she spends, goes on and on about how she shouldn't have to do it. We already pay taxes. We do. But there clearly is a crisis of public education and individual parents stomping their feet saying, well, I'm not buying this does not help us address that crisis. And it's great that our kids, those of us who are able to make sure our kids have what they need, it's great that our kids have this stuff. I remember I was upset, you know, at one point in time when if when I would buy if I bought Max really cool, like certain things for, um, you know, certain colored pencils or things like that, that they went into a big common box, you know. I understand, I understand the frustration, but I understand why it's done. And if we want it to change, then we at least need to go get at our, go, go over to our school, work with our PTA, collaborate, cooperate, organize, mobilize, and make sure that there's a better outcome. Maybe there is extra money in the school district someplace, maybe there's not, but maybe there's something that can be done to alleviate that burden. Because think about how it feels to be the parent who can't afford the extra. Right. I mean, nobody, nobody wants people to just do stuff for them. They're very is that's very rare for anyone to expect a quote unquote handout. Right. It's stressful. It's frustrating not be able to give your kids what they need. It's it's stressful as a kid when you're the kid that goes to school and you don't have there's a 
is a great meme somebody shared, um, you know, like I said, since the first day of school, and it was like, you know, because I don't have a pencil. Like, I understand the frustration. I understand you feel like, you know, this stuff should be provided or parents should do whatever, but I think about the kid who doesn't have the pencil, right? The, 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 it was a little poem someone shared, and it's like, you know, I, I, I got myself ready for school. I got my my uniform out of the, the dryer because nobody washed, out of the hamper because nobody washed it. I even got my little sister up and I got us to school on time so we could eat breakfast. Right there, that is, that's crucial, that's huge, right? And then, you know, this kid's just recounting everything they had to do to even get to school. And then they, the ends that, you know, they got in trouble in front of a teacher because they didn't have a pencil. And I think that when we, when we, when we get all, you know, get our backs all up about how, oh, I'm not gonna provide school supposed, what is it, I mean, what is it to really provide? They can't make you provide extra, but what is it for you, especially when stuff is on sale, if you catch one of them sales and it's 25 cent pencils, buy extra three boxes, 75 cents is gonna break you. I mean, you can't send in three boxes of Kleenex to every teacher, get a box of three and send in one box, do what you can. Cause truthfully, at the end of the day, that's all anyone can say is I did my best. But are you doing your best by, by, by criticizing, by complaining, by whining about why do you have to provide extra? No, we should not have to provide extra, but shouldn't we want the environments in our schools and our classrooms to be as, you know, less stressful for the kids involved, less stressful for the teachers involved, and equitable so that everyone in that classroom has an opportunity to advance. You know, we are we we should not have to bear certain burdens, but we do because it, it, it improves the outcome for all of us. Not just me and mine. If I if I see kids outside and there's something wrong, you know, going on or if there's, you know, some child in my community that's possibly going down the wrong path and I could do something as simple as Hey, do you want to come sit down and do your, you need help with your homework or, or do you, you got what you need? Like I would never go, you know, and interfere in anybody else's parenting. But for example, last year in English, the kids had to buy a book, you know, freshman year English, you know, sometimes, especially in high school, you have to buy certain books or whatever. Um, just spent all this money on books from, from my daughter's class, from my daughter's AP class. But last year she had to buy this book for English and her friend, they, she just couldn't get it right? She didn't have the money for the book. And so Nayla hurried up and read ahead and then let her friend borrow the book. So when I asked her, well, you know, how was the book going? And she told me, she told me what she did. I said, you know, just text her and tell her to keep the book. I'll just order you another copy since you're ahead. And yes, it was $15 that I didn't have to spend. But then that other child had a book and did not have to stress about how am I going to hurry up and read this to make sure Nayla gets her copy back. So she ended up with a copy of the book. My daughter was able to read at her own leisure pace. And, and that's what worked out. Now, I'm not saying that's like earth shattering, but it's just the little things. If you can do something like that, then do something like that. How do you know that maybe there's an opportunity in the PTA, but maybe they need a volunteer like you to step out there? You know, I mean, so I know I usually talk about news and politics, but PTA stuff, we don't think about PTA as being political, but it, it, it lightweight is. Like, it's another structure. It's another governance structure within our communities that needs our support, that needs our engagement, that needs us to be there. So those are just my little bit of thoughts on back to school. I'm really excited and looking forward to see what, 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 what the, the young ones in my family will do in particular. 
Um, shout out to my baby sister. She's going to start her second year of college because, you know, back to school for the college kids. And my youngest brother is setting foot on his college campus within the next week or so um, to at entering freshman class at his school. So it's a pretty exciting time in my family. Um, like I said, my mom just is going back. I think this is her fourth year teaching now. Um, she's going into her fourth year teaching at Colombo. You know, my mom, my mom is a pretty amazing person. I may not have always said that to you, but um, my mother, my mother grew up, she was a foster child, you know, endured untold abuses and other things. She's a twin, her and her sister. Either they, they grew up in the same household or they always were, were nearby each other, so they never lost each other growing up. Um, but my mother had always wanted to be a teacher. She always wanted to be a teacher. And, you know, for various reasons, she did not finish college the first time through. No, it wasn't because she had us. But she didn't finish the first time through. And my parents actually homeschooled us for a period of time when we were younger. So I was homeschooled till I was nine. I started, I started public school in the fourth grade in New Jersey. But um, shout out to Jersey City, PS17 Annex. Um, but, but my mother homeschooled us, right? And, and, and she was always influenced by, you know, uh, the Montessori model. And, and my parents, you know, they really, really stressed critical thinking in our education and, and analyzing, you know, the various sides and coming to our own conclusions. I mean, we lived in New York City at the time, so the world was our classroom. We did we did open air classes out near in Central Park. We were poor. <laughs> we were poor, but my parents learned to work the free days. I mean, we would go to the Bronx Zoo. We went to the Museum of Natural History. I mean, you know, they used to have this awesome place called InfoQuest down around like 42nd Street or so, somewhere down around that area. I want to say it might have been a, a, an initiative by AT&T, um, but it was all types of stuff that we did growing up. And and that always made me value, you know, seeking knowledge. And so when my mom finally went back to school to finish her degree in the early mid 2000s, but my younger younger siblings were in elementary school and middle school. Um, it was like, all right, all right. So she went on and she did that and she did some other things at the time. And then she finally went back to grad school. Um, and she went to Bank Street College in New York. Uh, and, you know, great, great top, top line education program. And then she decided that, you know, she was really interested in being a reading specialist and stuff like that. And, but then when she was looking at what she wanted to do and where she wanted to be work-wise, you know, um, she learned that old friends had started this school, had the school Colombo down here in Atlanta. And she came back down to Atlanta and she's been at Colombo ever since. She's licensed and she's awesome. I, I did a little video tour. I, don't, I probably need to go back and shoot a better video of her classing yesterday, but I shared my mom's just, just really brief life story to say that, you know, education is something that's so important and so valuable, and we are such, in such a rush to, to, to just get through things or just get past. We never know what our kids' teachers have gone through because they have a lot of, more often than not, teachers have a passion to be there. Because whether you're working at an independent school like my mom or even in a regular public school, you don't get paid enough. You know, public school teachers definitely get paid more than my mom does doing what she's doing, but none of them get paid nearly enough for what they do, for where they are, and for all they give our children. Now, are there some bad apples? Yes, that's what every profession, and that's why we need to be active and engaged as the best we can in our PTAs. PTAs post minutes. Maybe if your work schedule isn't right, you and a friend or two can buddy up and one of you go to this meeting, two of you go to the other one, y'all straight off. Maybe you can just keep in touch with the officers, you know what I'm saying, to keep you know up to date on what's going on. I mean, if you can't go all the time, go sometime. 
maybe some folks PTAs maybe your meetings are online same city councils in a lot of places I know are definitely online now um, in some format so there's a lot that we can do to be involved but we really need to have a presence in our kids schools teachers need our support and our they need to know that they're not alone right administrations need to know they're not alone now I'm not saying that everybody's always gonna be perfect everybody's gonna be right side of things but when parents are engaged in the process I really feel like I get such a better response from my daughter's guidance counselor for example because I've engaged her over the past year I have volunteered at the school I will continue to do so to the extent my kids let me <laughs> but that's a whole nother story right well I'm a young cool mom so my kids like like when I'm around but um but yeah, I mean, we talk about back to school. It's also how do we, how do we raise the bar? How do we, you know, move our kids forward? Because we can't leave it up to the state to do it. Because in many places, the state, you know, these governing authorities have let our schools, let our teachers, let our kids, let our communities down. And it's most definitely on us. So we talk about the revolution the revolution must take place on so many different levels and we need people to be active and engaged where they feel comfortable, where they, I mean, well, not just where you feel comfortable, because some of it, we need you to step out of your comfort zone, but everybody has their niche. You just got to figure out what works for you. But the back to school message for me is, you know, I know it may seem a hassle with those supply lists and yeah, you know, so-and-so school over there has more, but we as a people have done less have done more with less for generations. There's no reason why we can't still accomplish what we need to accomplish if we pull ourselves together and demand the change that's necessary for our kids to survive. So that's this segment, my back to school edition. Shout out to everyone who's going back to school, whether you're college students, adult students return to school. I saw a message from, a, um, I saw a post on Facebook from one of the women I met through Women for Bernie who, you know, had dropped out of school previously for various reasons, and she just finished her first semester back in school um, after a hiatus and went back to school, paying it for herself, good grades. And I'm so proud of all, all folks who folks who are adult students who go back, you know, non-traditional students who go back to school, big ups to you. Shout out. You know, everything that you do is great. My brother signed up for classes. My brother um, went a non-traditional route with, with school, got his GED, um, you know, I kept telling him, I was like, dude, the fact that you scored so high on a GED, home study, home study runs in the family. Because again, we were homeschooled, so the way we learned, we're disciplined, we, we were self-taught. Uh, autodidacts, my daughter's autodidact. She she teaches herself coding. You know, code, shout out to Code Academy, Udemy, um, you know, Khan Academy. She, she, she teaches herself a lot of technical stuff. Um, it has a really uh, decent proficiency is able to hold conversations with some professionals. It's pretty amazing. Um, Max is, you know, his his skill set's a little different, but but it's it's just it's just amazing what people do when they when they have the encouragement, when they have the faith in themselves to push forward. So yeah, so that's the back to school edition. Stay tuned for more. Hello. Just continuing on with this back to school theme. I'm in this next clip. I talk with my mom my mom called into the show. So we talk about investing in existing um, infrastructure and existing organizations, schools, banks. But I also had a little clip from um, her school. Uh, I, Tuesday morning, I went over to drop off, as I talked about before, I went over to drop off the school supplies for my mom's school. And um, 
the kids were having their morning, you know, opening circle. And, oh my God, it was, it was one of the most amazing energetic experiences ever. So I have a little clip of the kids um, doing their morning, one of their morning chants. It's just a little clip, but it's just so live and so hyped. I, was, I went to school with, well, I went to work with a huge smile on my face. I, 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 like I said, there, there's a link to Colombo in the, in the description if you want to donate. Um, but also, you know, I have commentary from my mom and I would love to bring my mom on and also Mama Aminata, who, who is the director of Colombo, both of them on to talk about, you know, not only um, independent schools, but African-centered education and what that, what that means and the value and import of, of such such focused learning for, for children of African descent. Um, you know, it, there have been so many studies that talk about when kids learn about themselves or in environments that represent, are representative of them, they do better, their self-esteem is higher. Um, and that's what we want for our children. We want them to do better. We want them to be in environments where they feel not only welcome, but represented. I mean, how many of us grew up looking at history books and never saw never saw anything that represented us. I mean, I saw what represented me because my parents always had backup books at home. When it came time to write about, you know, Pizarro and Columbus and all the rest of those folks, my paper was about how the Native Americans, were, the, 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 the indigenous people were massacred versus, oh, Columbus was so great, you know. I always had to have the extra citations compared to everybody else, but, you know, at, at, by that time, we were living in Chicago, and my stepfather took me over to the Puerto Rican Culture Center, and they had like a lending library of sorts, and I was able to get quite a few resources to talk about the treatment of indigenous folks by European um, explorers. So, so yeah, so check out this clip, um, just a little bit from, the, from, from Colombo uh, Tuesday morning. Um, but they do this every morning. Um, you know, I've heard people talk about how if we create rituals and, 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 and supportive environments for kids, it just, it just helps. It just helps set the tone of the day. children will be challenged and they will be able to be thinkers and world leaders and all the rest of the stuff, you know, but they'll love themselves and they'll feel all right. You know what I'm saying? They know how to deal with you. It takes a, it takes everybody's hand. You know what I'm saying? You know, if people want to do the, like you said, basically, you know, if you, people want to support different parties, go ahead and do that. But we're going to be out here in the grassroots. We're going to be raising the consciousness. You know, no, the money's not going to DNC. 
You know, don't be kidding that we're putting it back into these organizations, and we have to do that on all levels. You know, yeah. these are new upstarts, but I'm saying also don't forget to it's take a look at the ones that already been there. The yeah, That's right. right. Shoot. You're right. Being skippy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and find you one. Our coalitions and natural alliances. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You right. Like you said, support black banks. I've been looking into that guy. Mm -hmm. You got to take the time to actually go over to the one bank. Um, but mm -hmm. support black banks. Support black schools. Mm -hmm. When I came in, I mean, that's an example. Morning, Absolutely. I like, oh, because I've been in Colombo before, right? I've been over there. Uh -huh. I've come over there, but I've never been at that moment. I've never seen yeah. that happen. And that wasn't even our real, that was just a, that was just, they did just a watered down version because they sing songs and, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. What, 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 did, what I wanted to say to you, though, was like when I was in mm -hmm. Chicago and we did, there was this conference and I heard the um, the founder of Urban Prep. That's the um, school mm -hmm. in Chicago. You know, they're always like, oh, yeah, this is our fourth year. We, we Everyone graduates and is going to college. One thing mm -hmm. they talked about mm -hmm. that was so crucial was in the more they create rituals, right? Yes, and, and, absolutely. And you, you help mm -hmm. kids, you build them up, right? You absolutely. You set your day. Mm -hmm. yeah, it sets the day off right, mm -hmm. and they have chants and stuff. And I think about that, and I think about how in Nesby, the National Society of Black Engineers, when we went to Nesby, when you, mm -hmm. when you would go to when you go to conventions, you do chants. Your your chapter uh -huh. does a chant. That's a, that's a, like when you start yeah. your meetings. They do chants, and it's like mm -hmm. a competition too, though, right? Right? Like, but I think uh -huh. about how it gets everyone so hyped and invigorated. Yeah, right? uh -huh. yeah, and our people, and you know, mm -hmm. the word and the drums, and yes, and yes, really girl, yes, and spreading mm -hmm. the message, and it's just like that's that is, right. So that's why I say y'all need to be on iTunes because. That little bit of that moment, I, even though I was like uh -huh. 25 minutes, 15, 25 minutes late for work today, that just mm -hmm. like set everything off right. Oh, wonderful. Like, really wonderful. Did. I thought really everybody, your, yeah. It really Great. did. So I it, appreciate you for all in, Mom. And I I mean, really, we need to continue yeah. having these conversations. And I don't know okay. how I can get more involved in what I can do. But 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 that was just, I said, this is an institution that I, I should I should find a way to support. Um, thank you, thank you. Way. I appreciate it. I'm okay. telling you, I feel I'm feeling good things for our school this year. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Me too. Me too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I'm about to. Yeah. I'm about to I'm okay, about babe. Going with your granddaughter, but I okay. love you much. Check it out.